It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. The mini-budget, remember that? Back in the stable, optimistic days of the Liz Truss Premiership with Kwasi Kwarteng at the helm in number 11. I want to deliver a low-tax, high-wage, high-growth economy. But it is clear that parts of our mini-budget went further and faster the markets were expecting. We were facing a situation where the tax burden was at a 70-year high, and that was completely unacceptable. We couldn't simply raise taxes indefinitely. Now their multi-billion pound financial cock-up, sorry, growth plan with the national finances just two months ago has ramifications down the road and that day has come. But let's just quickly row back a little bit because Commons Library documents show that tax cuts under the Trust Quateng Fiscal Doctrine would have seen Treasury revenues reduced annually in the future by £45 billion. And so it was political defenestration for both of them. But their strange legacy in the desperate hunt for economic growth lives on. Now, Bank of England mortgage approval data shows that a sluggish UK housing market saw net borrowing of mortgage debt falling from £5.9 billion to £4 billion in October, fuelled by those higher interest rates. So how have monetary policy decisions made by Truss and Kwarteng hit us this Christmas and into 2023? Let's get into it with Evening Standard Business Editor Jonathan Prynne. Jonathan, what's the significance of today's Bank of England figures? They're the monthly figures for October. What's interesting about them is October was the month after the mini-budget detonated a bomb in the gilts market and sent mortgage rates uh, soaring. So people were watching very closely for today's figures to see if that had a knock-on effect on demand for mortgages, which in turn could have a depressing effect on on the property market. So mortgage approvals fell from 64,000 to 59,000, which was, yeah, it's a significant fall, but actually wasn't as bad as and as big as as I thought it might be. So I think that's a sign of resilience. Uh, obviously, the, the market took a big, big knock in terms of confidence in the wake of of the mini budgets of such a disaster, basically. But uh, the, the numbers today suggest that um, although the hit was significant, it wasn't a disaster. 
So how can we assess the travel from where we were with the mini budget to the impact on national finances today? In this case, actually, the impact was immediate because the gilts rates, as, as you recall, went soaring. Uh, they rose at absolutely unprecedented rates and you know, fixed rate mortgages soared as well from about uh, below 4% to well over 6% in an incredibly short space of time. And it wasn't just the actual rates themselves that put people off. It was just that sense of constant turmoil and instability, I think, made people worried and put a lot of people off their mortgage decisions. But um, yeah, the sense I'm getting is that once some degree of normality was restored after Jeremy Hunt took over and, and then Rishi Sunak took over, uh, that confidence has actually come back remarkably quickly, given everything else that's going on in the world um, and in, in the UK economy. So I've been just looking at today's uh, data. The corporate results today are, are quite strong. Um, the EasyJet Bookings are flooding back. Um, Charlesbury, big West End landlord, they say footfall is back above um, 2019 levels. So, you know, the mood music is actually better than I thought at this stage of the cycle. And so how does that tally up with people's Christmas spending, soaring inflation and stagnant wages? Well, we've had this cost of living squeeze for a long time now, and it's not getting any better, that's for sure. Uh, last uh, set of inflation figures were over 11%, the worst, um, the highest for more than 40 years. I always felt that the combination of a sort of COVID relief bounce, the World Cup and the run-up to Christmas would mean that spending would be robust during this period at the end of the year. The question is whether it then falls off a cliff in a very, very dark period for the economy in January and February. Um, that was my assumption. I'm just beginning to revise that and wonder if the underlying economy is stronger and more resilient than, than I gave it credit for, simply because the data, both corporate and and sort of economic coming through, is is tending to be stronger than, than I, I had imagined. How much of this can be laid at the front doors of Truss and Quateng? Has it all been smoothed over? I think there is an ongoing Truss premium, definitely. Uh, the, 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 the chaos that followed that mini-budget on the 23rd of September definitely built in a little bit higher sort of expectations of volatility into the pricing of kind of UK assets, definitely. But I think as the weeks pass by and we haven't had any further sort of disastrous shocks, we know where we stand now in terms of Jeremy Hunt trying to put the public finances back on a sustainable footing. I do get the impression that confidence is beginning to return and that extraordinary kind of trust quartang turbulence is starting to disappear in, in the rearview mirror. And uh, as I wrote in my comment piece today for the business section, I think what we need is a prolonged period of stability without weird stuff happening like pandemics, like wars, like changing of prime ministers every five minutes. I think if we get that, then I feel more optimistic about the economy next year. Let's go to the ads. Coming up, what's the future for those 5% mortgage deals? Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. 
Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. have damaged our reputation internationally. Because of the domestic Because of what happened. I mean, in I was September. in Washington you know, at the IMF annual meetings. Yep. People saying, you know, we didn't think the UK would do this. That's Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey being questioned by MPs. Jonathan, there's always that random factor of events, right? How have all these recent random global factors hit the national purse? Macmillan said, what keeps you awake at night's events, dear boy, events. And we've had a lot of events uh, and big events over the past six, seven years, going back to Brexit um, and the turmoil that followed that. And segueing straight into the pandemic, there's two years of uh, incredible economic um, lockdowns and and recessions and all the rest of it and then no sooner were we out of that than the russians went into uh, into ukraine that triggered an incredible spike in um energy prices which has dramatically worsened the cost of living squeeze so yeah i mean we've had pretty much six years of unceasing chaos really uh and i think if we can go through the next six months or so without a major uh, event in Macmillan terms, then I think the economy has got a chance of starting to regain its poise. Jonathan, on the mortgages, these 5% deals that Virgin Money recently pulled, are there many more of these kinds of uh, deals out there? They're not incredibly common and they're quite hard to secure. Uh, Most people do have to get uh, at least 10% deposit. And to be honest, 25% is what most lenders are still looking for. I think there is a worry that if the market, if property prices are going to fall between 5 and 10%, which is sort of where we um, appear to be heading, if the forecasters are to be believed, then you know 95% mortgages are not a very sensible thing to be, to be lending on at the moment. But um, that said, I don't think Virgin has being followed by huge numbers of other major lenders. And it may just be a temporary repositioning and repricing that Virgin's doing. So I don't think we're seeing the end of uh, 95% mortgages, but equally, they weren't easy to get hold of before anyway. And the rates are fairly punitive compared with what you can get if you can cobble together a 25% deposit. What's your view on how the London property market's looking into 2023? Well, it's a really interesting question. I mean, the, the London property market has been lagging behind the rest of the country for two or three years now, particularly through through the pandemic when there was this famous race for space. A lot of uh, people left the capital and looked for their dream homes in, in the leafy burbs and, and the home counties and so on. 
some of which now slightly suffering buyer's remorse uh, as they took on huge mortgages, which they may now be struggling to, uh, to to keep up the payments on. But I think that what I'm hearing is that that is likely to go into reverse uh, and that the London market is probably going to be fairly protected from the worst of what's coming down the line on uh, on higher mortgages and so on, because you've got so many international buyers being drawn back into London um, and and bargain hunters that you always get bargain hunters coming into the London market if there's a, during a period of weakness. And we've seen this over and over again over the past 15, 20 years. So, and particularly foreign buyers with with dollars that are worth more against sterling than they 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 were a year or two back. Hopefully, a sign of confidence. I suspect that London will be okay. Uh, there's a huge underlying demand. There's still relatively few sellers out there. Very low unemployment, which is absolutely key. It's only when you get people losing their jobs and find themselves unable to pay the mortgage that you start getting forced sales and distressed sales. And that's a real driver of falling prices. So I suspect that the London market will possibly outperform the rest of the country over the next year. That said, you know, prices are at very, very high levels, not far off their all-time highs. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Wednesday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.